let's talk about God, man, church, belief, and everything in between. I am Dabs, and welcome to Theology Tambayan. The theology of word moves us to avoid sowing discord in the workplace. Na hindi tayo nagkakalat ng chismis, hindi tayo nagkakalat ng gulo, hindi tayo tawag dito, hindi tayo uh, hindi tayo naninira ng kumpanya. Mali rin yun. So, with the rights of the and duties of the employees of the laborers, what about the employers? What about the wealthy? Well, they have the right to private property as all of us have. They have the right na hindi masyado mabigat yung kanilang taxes. Okay? However, ngayon, hindi lang sa hindi mabigat. Saya-saya pa sa kanilang lahat. <laughs> Pero may meron silang duties eh. Mas mabigat yung duties nila kasi sila yung may power. With great power as with great power comes great responsibility. And so as as employers as eto ha, the, the theology of work is simply a discussion on our rights and duties in work. So, as employers, they have a duty to respect respect employees and recognize their Christian dignity. If you are a manager or a leader, may meron kang responsibilidad na respetuhin yung mga employees mo at kilalanin yung dignidad nila bilang mga tao. Pero employees, do not abuse this responsibility. Some employees use this reason as uh, use this as a reason to exploit their employers you need to treat them with Christian dignity as well. Pero employers should treat their employees with Christian dignity as well. If hindi ka tinatrato ng employer mo ng ganito, mag-isip-isip ka na. Kasi the abuse will only get worse. Ito, allow the worker time and opportunity to meet their religious obligations. If your employers do not allow you to have time for your service, Hindi ko na sinasabi na payagan kayo lagi mag-household or mag-conference. Pero kung di kayo pinapayagan, unjust sa pagsalinggo ninyo ng pahina, uh, that's exploitation. Uh, do not expose your employees to corrupting influence. Okay? Hindi pwedeng dadali niyo yung mga employees sa kalokohan. You do not lead the man from his family and domestic duties. Ito, maganda to. Not demand work exceeding the capacity of their employees. May ganito tendency minsan ng employers eh. They ask and ask and ask and ask sobra-sobra na hindi mo na kaya ibigay. Pumutok yung employee. You have a dignity to say no. Especially if hindi mo na kaya. 
Yun yung problema kasi sa mundo na ginagalawan natin ngayon. We have become a fast-paced world na ang ginawa, ginigilt trip ka. Oo, tumigil na yung mga mensahe na, ba, ano, tumigil na yung mga mensahe na ganito, yung uh, kailangan magtamad ka pag hindi ka nagtrabaho. Tumigil na yun, pero ano dito is yung mga business-business-minded na na, ano yun, ano yun? Yung mararating mo lang pag nangangarap ka na yung mga ano naman business-minded ko, no? Ha? Ano? Hindi mo naalala? Meron silang ganun na tendency ngayon, eh. Yung parang, kaya ka lang mahirap kasi pinili mo yan. Wala ka kasing diskarte. Usually, pag nakakarinig ako nang walang diskarte, ang naisip ko, ah, gumagawa ito ng illegal. <laughs> kasi, bakit? Bakit kakailanganin ng diskarte kung nandyan naman na yung tamang proseso? Kung hindi maayos yung proseso, ibig sabihin mo, may mali sa sistema. Sari-sarili lang ba tayo? And we are called as employers, if you're an employer, to protect the stability of wages for the worker. So, nakikita niyo dito na as a person of dignity and worth, you have the right and the dignity to demand for fair treatment. Saint John, Pope St. John Paul II in his encyclical Labor Exercens La, Labores a Labores ba ito? Check ko paano yung tamang tayo. Laborem Exercens on Human Work tells us that Work, yung pagtatrabaho natin actually, is a fundamental dimension of man's existence on earth. Binigay na siya, moment of creation pa lang. When God tells man and woman to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, God was giving man and woman the gift of work. Therefore, parte natin, parte ng pagkatao natin yung pagtatrabaho. Kaya yung mga mama, papa nyo, or lolo, lola nyo na sobrang nagtatrabaho before, tapos ngayon parang retirement na, kailangan na nila magpahinga. Pero feeling nila, minsan yung iba, useless sa bahay, gusto nila magtrabaho pa rin. Kasi nga, parte talaga ng dignidad ng tao, parte talaga ng personality ng tao na magtrabaho. But, in the changing world, where technology is coming and, and updating everything, Technology is a gift, but it is a tool that facilitates work. It is not the master that controls humanity. Hindi tayo dapat magpapaalipin sa technology, but we are called to subdue it, manage it, and use it as a gift. Okay? Ito pa. St. John Paul II says that labor takes precedence over capital. Mas importante ang labor over sa capital. Mas importante ang labor, ang grassroots, ang foundation over the capital. And that people are more important than things. Okay? Yung tipo, alam mo yung 
pipiliin pa ng mga ibang tao na maprotektahan yung interes sa pera nila over sa mga taong tatamaan. That is wrong. People are more important than ideas. People are more important than metrics. People are more important than analytics. People are more important than organizational structures. People matters more. Kailangan natin ito, ano hen, tawag dito, makita na sa theology of work, St. John Paul actually pro- proposed a family wage. Yeah, a family wage. A- ano yung sabihin ng family wage? It's a wage wherein it's enough to support the worker and his family as a minimum. For women with children, they will have a right to either stay at home or work outside the home. Hindi yung pilitahan. Hindi kailangan na magtrabaho ng babae. Yung kung gusto niya magstay sa bahay, kakayanin niya. Kung gusto niya magtrabaho, okay rin lang. Uh, a family wage that will include benefits of health insurance, pensions, accidents, insurance, weekends, and vacations, a part of a correct relationship between the employer and the worker. There is a problem right now because the dignity of work is threatened. Why? Inadequate wages, exploitation, oppression. oppression ng mga magsasaka. And John Paul actually also tells us that the right to work extends even to those of persons with disabilities. Because they are one with us in participating with the fullness of humanity. So ang point dito mga kapatid, the theology of work exhorts us It exhorts us that human work in rest is us sharing in the activity of God, our Creator. To work in toil means to work in union with Christ, who worked as well as a carpenter. The work that we do is a gift. It brings us dignity and it brings us hope for the future. Amen. Grabe, no? <laughs> Hello po, mga friends. Uh, shout out ko yung mga nagkukwentuhan ngayon sa comment section. Sila Jari, uh, Merlin, Lucas, Cedric, Ralph, at Cha. Oh, nakita ko yung meme na yun ng tunay na tao, 40k ang sweldo. Sana all tunay na tao. <laughs> Ito, nabasa ko yung kay ano. Uh, we are a family, pero pagmama yung sales, kaya pagalitan, tapos sasabihan ninakaw yung sales. Yung papayain ka sa co-worker mo. Yun. Yun yung sinasabi natin. 
nagpapasiklaban sa posisyon yung iba kahit walang ginawa mo siya, boom, promote set reality kasi may mga copy. Yes, ito yung bagay na kailangan solusyonan. But it doesn't mean that we give up with work and labor. We need to push for a more equitable and just world. This is a call for all of us as Christians. Okay, meron po ba kayong question, friends, or clarifications? Meron po ba kayong gustong uh, maklarify or malaman sa ating theology of work? Kuya, masababang mangarap maging mayaman? Hindi. Hindi masarap may, yung mangarap na yumaman. Pero more than mangarap na yumaman, mangarap kang makarating ka ng langit. Kasi uh, mas maraming temptasyon sa pagiging mayaman. Ako, pangarap ko maging mayaman. Pero I pray na when God gives it to me, kaya ko na siyang i-handle. Kasi mas, yun eh, with great gift comes great responsibility as well. Mayaman ka. Pero do you give justice to those that you work with? Do you help the poor? Do you give to the Lord? Malaki kasi yung temptation pag mayaman ka eh. Although ako, gusto ko rin yumaman. Gusto ko yumaman. Uh, dati akala ko hindi ko gusto. Pero gusto ko pala. Kasi gusto mong komportable buhay ko. Pero yung kasi, um, yun lang ba? Sarili lang ba? Kasi uh, madaling sabihin na Ay, hindi, kasi gusto kong tumulong kaya gusto kong yumaman. Yes, pero when that day comes, will you do it? And I hope you do it because you become a source of blessing to other people. But the temptation is greater. Right? So be careful what you pray for. Be careful what you wish for. Ako, ang pangarap ko lang naman, ano, upper middle class. Pwede na yan. Okay, ikaw, upper middle class. Okay na. Okay na yung upper middle class. Okay. Meron pa po ba tayong mga katanungan, questions, or clarifications that we want to re-emphasize? Kuya, what of preachers who preach to us that wealth and riches are things that God promises to the righteous? And that being poor is a sign of not being in God's favor. Brother Wilbur, maling-mali yun. <laughs> maling-maling-mali yun. Kasi the rain falls both on the rich, the wicked, and the righteous. And actually, minsan yung mahihirap pa yung pinaka-holy. More than. Okay, more than yung mga mayaman. So, lalo na yung mga success-success preachers na yan. That's prosperity gospel. I'm very suspicious of prosperity gospel na nakabase sa prosperity ang blessing ng Diyos. Uh, that's not a Christian way to approach 
approach things. I am very suspicious of that. So, mali yun para sa akin, Brother Wilbur. Magkano ba sweldo ng upper middle class? Di ko alam bro. Uh, prosperity gospel at ataw- Yes, prosperity gospel. It's not a uh, Christian. Ano. Uh, baka maging topics ko yan sa susunod na season. Prosperity gospel. Uh, di ako sure. Pero maganda siyang, maganda siyang maging topic. Walang problema naman na mag-aral about financial wellness or financial Uh, ano yun? Financial education. Uh, there's no problem with that. Pero when you mix it with Christian, with the Christian message, uh, it, it becomes very problematic. Because the Christian message, the Christian gospel is very focused on poverty and ano, uh, transcending the material world. So prosperity gospel doesn't fit well with Christian teaching. Uh, is Boss Sanchez a prosperity gospel preacher? Correct me if I'm wrong. Ayoko magsalita ng tapos. <laughs> uh, I I feel, ano, I will be very unfair. There were times na sinabi ko yan sa status ko out of frustration. Pero I think I will be very unfair if I will label him as a prosperity gospel preacher. Uh, I think I'll be unfair. Though, Uh, I find many of his teachings or his organization's teachings problematic. Hindi wala pa siya sa level nila Joel Austin or ni Kenneth Copeland. Search for these people or ni Crefon Dollar is not at the level of these guys. Na yun na yung gra- grabi talaga prosperity gospel full blown. Uh, Bo Sanchez, I will rather not comment yet. Pero I will be discussing prosperity gospel in a couple of lives down the line, siguro sa season 5. Pero I think it will be unfair for me to label Bo. Uh, I think he has good intentions. It's just that magkaiba talaga ng hindi perspectives. Eh. Magkaiba kami na hindi dimensions. Eh. Framework na ginagalawan. especially in terms of ano this matters sorry sa quest ay tapos yun nga ayan sa isip ko lang payaman club ang peg yes yes my wife yes um kuya kung papapiliin ka passion or career well i'm a missionary now so i think passion <laughs> pero there comes a time in every month or woman's life that they must also consider okay uh their families so walang problema pwede din naman na maging passion mo yung career mo eh walang problema yon 
nag-post po yung video ko, ignore nyo lang yan. Maayos yun yan. Ayan. <laughs> Ayan. Okay. Parang gusto nyo naman how to fish ang tayo sa jibong fish. Pwede. Ah, uh, pwede. Okay. Wow. Uh, the questions are very interesting. Sige, keep it coming, friends. Baka may mga tanong pa po kayo na gusto nyo maklaro uh, about this. Pero prosperity gospel is not Christian teaching. It's heresy. Ah, ako, sasabihin ko na ngayon pala, it's heresy. Okay? Heresy po yan. So, I have no, uh, hindi dapat binibigyan ng, ng ano yung, ano, yung, ah, uh, tawag dito, prosperity gospel na yan. Ah, uh, di-deconstruct po natin yan sa mga susunod na season. Isirain natin <laughs> prosperity gospel na yan. Sakit yan. Kasi yan sa mga pinaka-kinakamuhi ang gupong ano, ah, uh, Christian heresy, <laughs> prosperity gospel. Okay. Meron pa po ba tayo mga katanungan or clarification? Ano lang? Meron? Ah, sige. Hintay ko yung type ko. Okay. Wow. Sige po. May nagsabi ang aking minamahal sa buhay. So ano masasabi mo sa mga simbahan? na prohibited na organizing, is that unchristian of them? Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, simbahan katoliko or simbahan? Church. Like church. Christian churches? For Christian churches that prohibits organizing, that's unchristian. That's very unchristian. Meron talaga? May side si Iglesia, ha? Meron, meron. Ah. Yeah, that's unchristian. Like what? chat mo sa akin. <laughs> Nasabihin ko. Pero, alam nyo yung mga, mga simbahan na nagpo-prohibit ng organizing, mali yun. That's unchristian. Mali. Because everyone has the right to associate themselves. Divisiveness ang reason. Kalokohan. <laughs> uh, if your brother sins uh, and di mo sinabi na nagkamali brother mo, ikaw may kasalanan. Sinabi yun. Uh, meron tayong karapatan for association. Talaga. Kuya, paano po if we live in an unfair or system or oppressive government, how do we reconcile that with Romans 13 that we should be obedient to authority? Not to mention that, that yung authority na tinutukan ni St. Paul doon was a Roman Empire na pumapatay sa Kristiyano. Ah, Brother Wilbur, Ah, uh, diniskus ko 'yan before eh. Hindi ko alam kung na-edit ko na 'yung live na 'yon, 'yung pagsunod sa gobyerno or ano bang ano, ano na call natin. Uh, I think that you will agree with me that um uh, obedience, no, yeah, obedience or give to Caesar what is due to Caesar. <laughs> so, 
uh, I think the saints and the Christians of that time responded accordingly to how the Spirit moved them to respond. But with the years and development in Christian doctrine, I know that you would agree with me that there has been development already. That if there is unfair or oppressive governments, we give them what is due. If what they do is wrong, we need to stand up and fight against what is wrong. Obedience doesn't... Uh, silence in the face of evil is complicity to evil. So, uh, Romans 13, uh, nilagay rin naman sa Biblia yung mga moments na you call for the justice. Okay. Kuya, meron bang company ahawak ang Catholic Church? Marami! <laughs> Marami tayong non-profit organizations ang Catholic Church. And ang alam ko may mga unions yun. Tama, di ba? May mga unions yung iba doon. Hindi lahat. Hindi lahat. Pero meron. Hindi union person. Ano siya? May... Association. May workers Association. Meron siyang workers association. Pero hindi siya union. Kasi hindi naman siya profit, eh, di ba? So, so wala. Hindi <laughs> siya need ng union talaga. Ganon. Pero the church is very active when it comes to this. Paano yung mga churches and groups that exploits their workers or members? Restored Garden of Eden, a troubled megachurch. Ah, yung sa ano? Yung sa ministry work and yung babysitting? Ito yan. Um, if you manipulate volunteers into giving their service and saying that this is for God, tapos pagpagod na sila, pipilitin mo pa rin silang gawin ito, That's exploitation. There's a fine line between volunteerism and exploitation. Kaya dapat aware ang church leaders dito. Um, yeah, there's a fine line between them. Kaya I'm very careful, especially in our community. CFC is driven by volunteers. So crucial dito yung understanding at yung ethics on how you deal with volunteers. Hindi dapat siya exploitative. hindi siya manipulative. Para sa akin, mali yun. When you exploit workers or members for, for and tas, ang ano mo siya, kaya ayokong narinig yung service naman yan eh. Kalokohan yung gano'n na, na service naman yan eh. Uh, pipilitin mo yung tao magtrabaho dahil service naman yan. Pipilitin mo wala siyang sweldo kasi service naman yan. Hindi mo siya papakainin ng food dahil service naman yan. Sacrifice naman yan. Hindi dapat sa'yo manggagaling yun. Dapat dun sa tao yun. Okay? Ikaw, as a leader, you make every effort na, mapag, na mabigyan ng just compensation, whether food, time, or recognition, yung taong nagbigay ng servisyo nila. Hindi yung exploit mo sila, tapos sabi mong service na makasiyan. Yeah, leaders mismo yung nagpa-babysit, Brother Cedric. Iba yun sa nagbo-volunteer at friend mo at family friend mo yung leaders. Walang ibang kwento yun. Pero yung nagagamit siya dahil leader ka, uh, yeah. I, I've seen that as well. Uh, I've seen that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Problematic yun, yeah. Okay. Do we have any more questions and clarification? Feeling ko ibang topic na to eh. Hindi ko lang kung anong topic lang. Pero ibang topic na to eh. Yeah, let's, let's, I'll take note of these topics as well.
Okay. Meron pa po ba kayong questions or clarifications, mga kapatid? Daw po, kuya, about sa church po ni Kiboloy. <laughs> to think na exploit na yung members niya through magbebenta like ballpen. Well, hindi lang naman yun yung dahilan, Ralph, kaya sila na-exploit. Hindi lang ballpen ang binibenta ng mga yan. So, we need to pray for them. Okay. If wala na pong questions or clarifications, um, thank you for uh, a great live. Uh, thank you for a great night, my dear brothers and sisters. Ah, uh, Follow nyo lang po tayo sa Anchor.fm and Spotify. At the end, uh, let me conclude with this. The work that we do is a gift. And this gift is comes with responsibilities. Uh, allow this work not to be the end, but to give to... Uh, not to be the end. It is not your purpose just to work, to work, and to die. No. Work gives you the ability to be productive as a person, as a human person, and to provide for your family. Thus, work brings you dignity because it allows you as well to, tawag dito, it allows you as well to work for the common good. This is a good ending uh, from my brother Wilbur. The bee is honored among the animals, not because she labors more than others, but because she labors for the others. I hope we labor for the other. I hope we will think of the other in our day-to-day -day lives and in our service. Maraming salamat mga kapatid. Let's have our closing prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we pray for my brothers and sisters. May they be refreshed in their work. Bukas, bagong araw, bagong trabaho. Sana po makita nila yung purpose at dignity nila sa kanilang mga trabaho. At sana po, Panginoon, ay tulungan uh, yung po sila na magbuksan ng kanilang mga puso at mga mata sa grasya ng Panginoon. This we pray in your name. Amen. Be the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Nagtanong po yung nanay ko pahabol. <laughs> na ba naman yan, nanay? Hindi ko alam kung natanong na. Pero paano kung hindi ka na masaya sa work mo? Do you need to resign? You need to balance between prudence and calling. Uh, pagdasal mo mabuti, tinatawag ka pa ba sa trabaho na yun? Kung tinatawag ka pa doon, edi go ahead. Kahit hindi ka masaya, you need to find the reason why you're still cold there but why you are not happy. Huwag basta resign ng resign. Kasi you need to be prudent as well. Uh, kailangan magbigay justice ka rin sa trabaho na meron ka pero at the same time kailangan ingatan mo at alagaan mo rin ang pamilya mo especially if meron kang dependents. So kung may dependents ka, huwag basta resign ng resign. Uh, be responsible and accountable to your work and to your family. Maraming salamat mga kapatid. I hope you enjoyed tonight. See you on our next live on Thursday. Uh, a theology of play. Let's talk about a theology of play. God bless and good night. Thank you. Thanks for joining our Theology Tambayan. See you next time.